Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Ah. Friday. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I am Sean. It is Friday. It's July 4th weekend. Uh, everybody's got a three-day weekend. Looking forward to that, man. We'll talk about some July 4th stuff. Going to try to keep it light and airy today. we got some heavy stuff to talk about here and there. But in case you, you know, you got something that's depressing you or you're stressed out about life, you know, I got a bit of good news right off the bat. And this comes to us from the official uh, White House Twitter account. It's an official White House tweet. Were you aware that the cost of a 4th of July cookout in 2021 is down 16 cents from last year? 16 cents from last year, man. You're saving 16 cents this year on your barbecue, baby. Your beans and your barbecue and your corn on the cob. 16 cents, man. Basically, a, huh? basically a thimble filled with ketchup. <laughs> That's like you're saving one ketchup pack. Right. You know what I mean? A couple of toothpicks. Oh, and not the cheap no-brand ketchup either. We're talking, no, you know, we're talking high fancy, high-end ketchup. Right. Can you believe they put that crap out there? 16 cents. We're paying like damn near three bucks a gallon of gas. Mm-hmm. The cost of living in general is up. I think the cost of living, uh, or the cost of food in general is up like 14 or 15%. Mm-hmm. Life's getting more expensive, and yet they have the blankety blanks uh, <laughs> to put this out. And, and they, they, they even, in the, the write-up on the tweet, they try to be really freaking cute about it, you know? You've seen this, right? Planning a cookout this year? Catch up on the news. According to the Farm Bureau, the cost of a 4th of July BBQ is down from last year. It's a fact you must heard. Like mustard. Hot dog. The Biden economic plan is working. And that's something we can all relish. Now, is it... Are you saving 16 cents per person or overall? I don't know. Right. I haven't, there's a little video attached to it, but I haven't. Okay. I'm trying to keep my breakfast down, so I didn't think I'd, I'd watch it yet. Okay. The cost of a 4th of July cookout in 2021 is down, is down 16 cents. Do you know what it really pisses me so, off about this? Even if, you invite <laughs> 10 people, even if you invite 10 people, you're not even saving $2. You're not. I, I, I don't know if it's 16 cents a person. Or if it's the general cost of the meal that you're putting together. Right. 16 cents. You know what really pisses me off about this beyond everything, okay, is is this was a group thing. You know, a bunch of, not just one per like Joe Biden didn't sit there and tweet this crap. No, other uh, other workers funded the, by your tax dollars. Your tax dollars, your 16 cents is eaten up by the tax dollars because we saw the salaries of some of these creeps over this past week. I mean, they're making 100 grand, whatever the hell. And uh, uh, it's eaten up by the fact that th- this was a team effort. Several human beings, several grown-ass adults, okay, thought this was a great idea. <laughs> thought that this was really going to, this will really perk people up, man, going into this weekend. Well, here- it's working. Our economic plan is working. You're saving freaking 16 cents a dime, a nickel, and a penny. I imagine this this is what happened. They they probably had it in their heads that this was going to be a great 
the, the end result of this report was going to be fantastic. Right. right. So they got it together. <laughs> they got it together and realized it's only 16 cents. So let's, let's bury it with a bunch of stupid puns. Yeah, right. And you people know, people will pay more attention to the puns. People will think we're being so amusing because we're so clever that, you know, they'll, they'll just gloss over the fact that you've lost, you've gained a penny, a nickel, and a dime. Right. Thank you, White House. Thank you. Thanks to the White House staff for putting that out there. People are pretty, you know, are, are upset. Well, they're celebrating in the streets because they're saving 16 cents on the <laughs> They're They're celebrating so hard, they're like smashing windows and stealing crap. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, this is from the Fox News story, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Economic Research Service found that this year, food at home prices, I, I got it wrong, have ticked upwards by 1.4%. The report said the fresh fruits category, quote, has the largest, has had the largest relative price increase, 4.8%. Yeah, that part's true. That, I can attest to that. Because that's all you eat. Yeah, basically. Fresh vegetables, uh, 0.3%. No 2021 price categories decrease compared to 2020 prices. I know this may shock you, but apparently the White House is once again full of crap. And, uh, it's just the way, that's just, we have to live with that. Uh, are you, uh, excited and happy to, uh, you know, dive into your, uh, July 4th barbecue this year, knowing that you're saving, according to Joe Biden, who frankly can't find his own zipper? Uh, is saving you 16%, you know, you know, 16 cents. That's just, just great, great news. It's a good day for America, Chris and Don. It's a good day for America. All the more reason to celebrate, you know, uh, Independence Day this weekend. Well, you have it. <laughs> celebrate that freedom thingy while you still have it. Well, I stand here before you and testify that I've never been more proud to be an American. <laughs> now that I know I'm going to save 16 cents. But since you're a vegetarian, you'll you'll you'll, you'll make it up pretty quickly yeah, with the right. salad you're going to eat. Exactly. Oh, God, I hate everything. I just I hate everything. So where's my savings? Two, <laughs> you don't get any savings, you hippie. Two one zero five. You hairless hippie. Two one zero five nine nine. There you go. Choke on that. I'm choking on the truth. Uh, sorry. We are. I, I do want to talk. We we got into this earlier today. And uh, uh, we, we we leapt into this direction or uh, this discussion by bringing up the fact that Taco Cabana is being bought out by some hippies in California. So we're because they owe a lot of money. So we're we're wondering, you know, is the quality going to go down? Like we sort of think it did at Whataburger when the Chicago suits took that over. Uh, but then we just got into a general discussion of uh, of uh, you know our favorite places to eat. And specifically for this weekend, our favorite barbecue places. And we talked about Bill Miller. I'm, you know, I'm going to be on, totally honest with you. I'm not a huge. Oh, Chris is going to hate my stinking guts. Are you a big Bill Miller fan? I'm not a huge Bill Miller fan. I'm just going to. I'm just. I'll eat it. My wife got it the other day, and then I'll eat it, and I don't mind it. But it's not my favorite barbecue in this town. Okay, so if you want to call up and tell me where your favorite barbecue, my I, I got two places that I think are the best barbecue places in this city that that I've that I've sampled. First is the one right down the street from the radio station, Big Bib. That is some fine ass uh, barbecue, and the other one is Augie's down by the zoo. Augie's I like, but Bill Miller, I don't know. I just it, it's. Uh, <laughs> 
They used to have the the best cream corn. They don't have the cream corn. They haven't had the cream corn uh, since about halfway through the pandemic. And I, I'm just, you know, is there something? What is it? Their coleslaw at Bill Miller's tastes like, can I say it? Like lawn clippings dipped in vinegar. I'm just there. I said it. I don't get Bill Miller's. I, sorry, I love you guys. I don't get your. I don't get your coleslaw, man. I, I don't understand your coleslaw. I, I don't know what's going on there. But you know that's that's what. So Big Bib and Augie's will be my favorite barbecue places. I might try to hit one of those uh, coming up this week. Uh, I'll be off next week, as uh, you heard Trey say. Uh, my my daughter's coming down from Colorado uh, Saturday night, and I haven't seen her in almost two years. So we're going to be hitting some barbecue joints, going to see a missions game, I hope. Going to float the river. Uh, so I'll be off next week, which is why I'm going to be so incredibly ridiculous on the air for the next hour and 45 minutes. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break, and we'll go to the phones. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA at FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man, 20 minutes after 9, I'm Sean, and, you know, it's holiday. It's a holiday weekend. I'm going to try to mostly be ridiculous today. Well, more ridiculous than we normally are. So we're talking about our favorite barbecue places, either for dine-in or to take it out, sit it on your picnic table. Uh, I like Augie's. I like uh, Big Bib. Here's Charlie. Charlie, how you doing, man? Pretty good. How you doing, Sean? Another day in paradise, brother. What's on your brain there? <laughs> Well, I want to kind of set a couple of things straight for the barbecue here, you know, uh, as well as I can. Sure. Um, <laughs> Augie's is always a staple, and I've never been to Big Bib, so Big uh, Bib, you should try. Place. It's really now. I now honestly, I I I know the barbecue lovers kind of break into two different groups, right? You got the p- folks who like the more tangy, vinegary barbecue, and then you got the folks who like the thicker, sweeter sauce. I, I like the thicker. Yeah. I'm the thicker, sweeter sauce guy. Although I like the other yeah. kind, but I, so uh, Big Bib has that really that kind of thick sauce that I really like. So I, I just love the taste of their of their barbecue sauce. Well, one for you to uh, you, you should try is over and forgive me. It's called uh, the Old Smokehouse. It's, it's somewhere on the north central side. I forget the. I'm I'm from out of town, but uh, right. when I do come into San Antonio, it's a uh, on the north central side, it's called the Old Smokehouse, and it's uh, that style of barbecue, you know, the Carolina style barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Wow, I'll, <laughs> I'll check it out, man. I'll check it out. Thank you, brother. Rock and roll. Let's go to Ron here. Ron, how you doing? Good morning, Sean. And my grandma said, "Good food makes it all better." Yes, it does, man. I love to eat. <laughs> As you can tell, if you can see me. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. You can see me. I was 200. I'm down to 190. So I'm making progress. In the meantime, I'm with you. Uh, Bill Miller's, uh, everybody goes there when they're starving. So naturally, it's delish when you're starving. But it's production barbecue. Right. And there's coleslaw on uh, that, that sour vinegar. I don't know what that be, stuff is, man. It's got to be. Yeah, I know. It, it's got to be creamy coleslaw, to tell you the truth, that, yeah. to, make a, to make a real difference. And you want some good barbecue, just real quick. If you find yourself on the south side, go to B&B. They've been there at least a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, B&B barbecue? They, uh, B&B. They make a chopped barbecue that is a meal in and of itself, and you oh, can wow. side with that chop. And everything, you know, you can get everything from uh, pork ribs to, to 
beef short ribs twice a week. Oh wow! And uh, it is they they know there's it's a science over there. They've got some down down to earth. I mean, southern hospitality. The the lady that's been there that's there now been there forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you've just got to give them a try. B and B barbecue on the south. I'll write that down. I'll try it. I like you'll, barbecue. You'll love them. All right, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the call. Uh, one more here. Doug, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Favorite barbecue place. What do you think? Sean, hey, hey. If everybody takes a day trip out to Bandera, go to Busby's. Nothing on the menu isn't good. It's great. I uh, think I might have size, been there. I'm pretty sure I've been there. And You're right. If it's the place I'm thinking about, it is really good. Really cool. Happy birthday, America. Have a great week with your daughter. And Michael Moore, the squad, and Gwen Berry can kiss my American ass. Mine as well, brother. Thank you so much, man. I could have said it better myself. Kiss my batachials. My batachials. Doesn't that sound funny? Don't you like it when I say batachials? 210-599-5585. Yeah, my kid's coming down. You know, it's so strange. Not strange, but it's, it's weird how quickly time goes. And I was discussing this the other day. You know, I, I got, I get, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I never asked for it, but Chris, I get the AARP magazine, like an old guy. I never read it. I just toss it right into the garbage because it makes me feel like an old fart getting the AARP mag. And you know, on the cover of the AARP magazine this month, you know who it is? Freaking Matthew McConaughey, man. Matthew, that's all stinking old we're getting. Stinking Matthew McConaughey. Now, I know he's running for governor, but still, man. Being in your fifties is that old? That's not old. I, I, that's what I, you know, I we we can't get a senior discount, right? But you know, we have uh, uh, silver singles uh, websites uh, devote. I've never been on one, but devoted to you know people our age. It, it's just weird to me. Matthew McConaughey on a, on the cover of the AARP magazine. That just ain't right, man. That just ain't right. And uh, you know, as far as July fourth, you know. I, first off, I, I'm, I'm so thankful to the president that we have been allowed to enjoy our July 4th this, uh, this year. We've been allowed. We've been given permission. We didn't ask you for permission, sir. Uh, I, th- I suspect that people are really going to go all out this year just because last year sucked. Last year we were living in pandemicville. And uh, I, I think we're probably going to go to Holotus. We used to go usually go to the Holotus uh, uh, fireworks display. Although, uh, you know, uh, we could just stay home. And, uh, well, no, nobody lights off any fireworks in my neighborhood. That, that doesn't happen. But, you know, uh, we, could, we could hear them from, from far, far away. Just wouldn't be able to see them because certainly nobody in my neighborhood lights off fireworks. Never happens. <laughs> Let's go to David on line one. David, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. hey. Just as a side note, I just want to tell you, I'm also married to a Hispanic chick, <laughs> and uh, I'm, so I feel your pain. My fear pain. The fear the chancla. Fear the chancla. My wife <laughs> does get a look in her eye that's that, that can be a little scary. I, I will When she gets really yeah. upset with oh, me, yeah. I, can, I can that look in her eye. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, she doesn't have to say anything. Just like, she, okay. Her look has a tone. You know, like she can she can uh-huh. somehow manifest a tone without saying anything. Don't look at me in that. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Precisely. So uh, hey, I, I, as far as barbecue, it's not the 
greatest in the world, but the HEB at Petranco and 1604 yeah. has a barbecue restaurant in there that their brisket is as good as Rudy's or any I've ever had. Oh, really? At the, yes, I, I've never had, you know, I've never had HEB's barbecue, so I don't, I, I get the pulled pork, you know, you get that, uh, container of pulled pork that you can just heat up in the microwave, and, and that's pretty yep. good. We'll eat that on, uh, on some buns, but I've never had their straight up barbecue. I'll have to try it. No, well, the, the one on Petranco, they smoke their brisket in house. It's oh. actually there by the deli. It's not a prepackaged thing. You go up to it and they can sit down and eat it there, or you can, Wow, home. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yes. I'll check it out. Man. It's, it's pretty good. Well, Don's looking at me. Have you seen this this phenomenon? Thanks for the call, dude. Have you witnessed this phenomenon yourself at HEB? I, I have. See, the one in New Braunfels. See, the one, our HEB, what they do is they do shrimp boils and they do crawdad boils. Right. I've never seen them do you know, any barbecue, though. Yeah, the, the HEB in New Braunfels near Bucky's. When you, yeah, walk, when you walk up off to the side of the building, there's like a, it, it almost looks like a food truck or something. Right. It's attached to the building. But right. They do some barbecue up in there. It smells great. Does it smell good, your barbecue at the HEV near the Bucky's? Yeah. <laughs> I've never had Bucky's barbecue. I guess that's, that's supposed to be pretty good from what I've heard. All I ever get are, you know, beaver nuggets and beef jerky. They've got brisket on the board. Brisket on the board. Brisket on the board. 210-599-5555. We're also kind of doing a free-form show today, so if you got something on your on your mind that we're not specifically talking about, uh, it's cool. Here's Ted. Ted, how you doing? I'm great, Sean. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy July 4th weekend. Yeah, no kidding. Rock on. Hey, I, I, was, I just had a thought, uh, your comment a while earlier about the the debacle about requiring, you know, stuff like requiring people to go to the precinct to vote. Right. How that supposedly is is a, a stopper somehow or another. Oh, you know, I, 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 there's so much crap flying around uh, about uh, either the, you know, our, our, our laws here inside the state to protect our voting process and what the For the People bill is all about. There's so much crap floating around about this stuff. It's amazing to me that people are buying it. Well, so I, I think I might have cracked the, the precinct problem thing because, I think in you know, in some communities, if you tell someone you got to go down to the precinct to vote, they're going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I got warrant." Because they're thinking like, "What police precinct?" <laughs> they need to change the verbiage. Oh, you know, I mean that's funny. I, I but uh, you know, <laughs> I, and I appreciate the. There's so much. We'll talk about that. Let me talk about that briefly when we, when we get back, as far as the, the for the people thing and some of the crap that you're hearing about that. And we'll talk about some other July Fourth stuff. Uh, Joy Reed on MSNB puke says the border crisis is non-existent. Uh, Joe Biden uh, brought up politics yesterday, in a sense, when he's talking to the families in Surfside. I want to get to that actually next. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five eighty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Why does it feel weird listening to hearing Lady Gaga like on July 4th weekend? Does she love this country? Is she a lesbian? Is she a communist? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just Chris is giving me a look like, what the hell? Did you, I'm just, I don't know. She looks like a freaking communist. 
with her meat diaper. Right. I, did, I didn't know communists. I didn't know you could spot them. Oh, I can spot a communist when I see him. I can smell them. I can smell their commie ways. I mean, you could always see somebody in a, you know, perhaps assume. But I'm just saying she looks like a communist. She's a communist. A communist? Lady Gaga communist. That was my second thought. <laughs> yeah, he was just he was just thinking about that himself. Stinking American hating communist with your purple hair and her lesbian ways. Actually, I don't know if she's a lesbian or not. I don't think she is. Is she a lesbian? Does anybody know? No, she got a boyfriend. Taking your calls. Is Lady Gaga a lesbian? Because gay people love Lady Gaga. They they love dancing the Lady Gaga. I just said that. That's right. You know why? Because she's a communist. I don't know if she's a communist. I, I, I've got short timers now. You know, in, in uh, about an hour and 20 minutes, man, my big ass is off for, for like seven full days. Right. Uh, and so I'm getting the sillies. So if you're a communist. You've already checked out. I want you to, I've already checked out. <laughs> so just call our commie line if you want to talk about your communism. Take your shot now. You know how much you hate this stinking country with your stinking godless communism? Um... <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I know you godless communists hate this weekend. Oh, July 4th. Oh. Shooting off their fireworks because they all love war. And fireworks represent war. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. Red, white, and boo. Red, white, and boo. Stinking communist. All right. <laughs> 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 if you're a communist, call our commie line, 210 That's the red one, uh, 210-599-5555. It's the red phone. Lines are always full. <laughs> Bread lines? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> 210. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Shots almost off, man. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I got something else that's pretty funny. Joe Biden. <laughs> he smells like lanacane and ruin. Uh, Joe Biden uh, was went to Surfside yesterday. Was he aware that's in Florida? Did Jill let him know? Uh, and he, he allegedly talked to some of the families, uh, you know, and survivors. And he, he had the hubris, uh, to, that's a, that's a fancy word for you. I just said hubris. And if you really want people to think you're smart, you say it this way, hubris. He had the hubris to, you know, actually say, that people who either, you know, barely escaped the building falling down on them or the families of folks who lost their lives, he said that they brought up to him, you know, their concern about climate change. He said that, man. He said that. Well, there is the actual quote. Interesting to me, champ, I added the champ, I didn't raise it. How many of the survivors, how many of the families talked about the impact of global warming? Uh, they didn't know exactly, but they talked about sea levels rising and about how there were, uh, the combination of that, the concern about incoming tropical storms. 
He said that, man. Do, do you believe, unless you're a communist and you probably do, do you believe that people who had just lost a loved one, possibly several loved ones, when they're talking to the feeble-ass president of the United States, are seriously bringing up climate change? In, in their period of shock, and most of them are probably still in shock to a certain extent, emotional shock and grief, but, but at that, they chose that moment. You know, if only somebody had done something about climate change, this wouldn't have happened. Are you, are you serious? And then he goes off talking about climate change with his, uh, prepared, you know, statements or whatever the hell. Uh, I mean, that's, that's insipid, man. What? I believe he probably believes the hallucination. <laughs> He's seeing crap, man. Joe, those were the voices in your head, man, the echoes of your lost memories. That's what that was. They brought up climate change. Like Trey mentioned this, and I know this too, you know, that when you lose a loved one, <laughs> you know, just a, a few days prior, you're not going to bring up freaking global warming, man. We kept warning management about the global warming thing and the sea, rising sea levels. If not for the rising sea levels and, you know, all this climate change caused by white people, you know, our, our loved one would still be here. Please, Mr. President, do something about the rising sea levels before more buildings come down. It was that especially corrosive ice cap water. <laughs> God, man. Is he not a scumbag or what? They're investigating, they're investigating Trump's financial guy, CFO. Guy runs his business to, uh, because what? He didn't. Claim taxes on a freaking car? And and yet Joe Biden? God. Uh, yeesh, uh, mm. You know, Chris, it's entirely possible that Joe Biden might be a communist. I'm just saying. We know Hunter Biden's a communist because he hangs out with communists, smokes crack with communists. Crack-smoking communists is what they are. Here's uh, Esteban. Esteban, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Man, am I living in one never-ending Babylon B headline? I've had <laughs> stuff on my on my Facebook page with these news stories. And the condo co- collapse, a saying I heard by a doctor, he was a d- dental student at the time, was we are working on a project, and his sarcastic comment was, so you're going to save time by doing it twice. The whole condo collapsed. We know that that building was falling apart for yeah. you can several see, years. You can see the pictures. And then, and then the scum-sucking bottom dweller, I'm not insulting catfish by calling him Joe Biden, <laughs> does the thing linking it. Like I said, I can think of four news stories where I'm wondering, this has to be a Babylon B headline. No, it's it reality. So stupid. It's reality, dude. He actually said that they were talking to him about global warming and the rising sea levels in the midst of their shock and their grief. The what a piece of crap makes, he is. The Biden family makes most host, most guests on the Jerry Springer show look high class in comparison. <laughs> right. All right, man. Thanks for the call, Esteban. He's right. They're garbage, man. They're horrible people. 210-599-5555. It's Sean. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. 
One hour and seven minutes until my big butt's on vacation. So whatever you want to talk about, it's all good. It's all good. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. 210-599-5555. 210 of Biden's. They're, they're releasing some video of Joe Biden talking on MSN. Well, it, talking about the U.S. has added 850,000 jobs in June. So hot dog, that, uh, that, that Joe Biden economic plan is really just taking off, isn't it? If you heard the beginning of the show, you heard me uh, talk about an official White House tweet. Where they, uh, they say, you know, uh, as, uh, in, in regard, in reference to last year or comparison to last year, you're saving 16 cents on your, uh, holiday barbecue this year. So, you know, I don't know what that, I, I don't trust his numbers at all. I don't trust Joe Biden at all. Again, bring, actually looking into a camera. And this is what I say when we say that, and I, I've been following Biden for 30 years because I, I the first talk station I worked at was in Delaware. And I lived in freaking Wilmington for a while. I lived in freaking Newark, Delaware for a while. First off, if there's anybody from Delaware out there listening, plug your ears. Delaware sucks, man. I mean, once you get out of Rehoboth Beach, the rest of Delaware just sucks, man. That's why it's called Sussex County. Slower, lower Delaware is what we call uh, most of Delaware. It's redneck country, man. And and Joe Biden is an old school redneck racist weirdo. He really is. And so for you know thirty years, I've been this guy's been in my life. The fact that he's freaking president amazes me. But you know, one thing anybody who has followed Joe Biden for any length of time knows, he has absolutely no problem lying his ass off. He's one of those guys that can look right into the camera and just lie his ass off. He is. He's is a lying redneck scumbag. He really is. Here's uh, Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. No problem, man. What are you thinking? Uh, uh... I've been saying it for years. Democrats, they lie, they cheat, they steal. It's all they have. It's who they are. It's what they do. It doesn't yep. surprise me that Joe Biden uh, or the fraudulent Biden administration would put out a fraudulent tweet stating that we're saving 16 cents God. on our groceries for our Fourth of July meal. But it, but it, it, it is surprising that they didn't tell the truth, that they weren't truthful, and that it costs, uh, costing us 61 cents more to make a trip to the grocery store. Right. To get those groceries. They, they left that out of it. I mean, the, the cost of living definitely has gone up. You know that every time you go to the gas pump. Uh, and look at what we were paying this time last year and what we're paying now. It's absurd, man. It's not just at the gas pump. Oh, yeah, it's across the board. Too, yeah. Across the board. So, all right, man. I uh, appreciate the call, Steve. You know, so, you know, what? Well, I, I guess I could be listening to Joe right now, but I, I don't want to hear his voice. I, I'm, I don't want to bring you all down, man. <laughs> Going into the holiday weekend, trying to have a little bit of fun today as much as possible, but mostly free form. So whatever's on your brain. Uh, what Joy Reid said about the, uh, uh, the uh, border crisis. Uh, I also want to talk about, uh, uh, just very briefly, we'll mention this, uh, this, this, uh, Alan Weiselberg, uh, the guy that works for Trump that they're trying to hang some tax evasion charges on, uh, and how that compares and contrasts 
with the uh, the dicey <laughs> dealings of the Biden clan. Essentially, Joe Biden, and I've said this for a while, Joe Biden is actually guilty of all the stuff that the folks uh, on the left have been saying Donald Trump is guilty of for, you know, damn near five years, six years. He actually, Joe Biden and his family actually are guilty of all that stuff. They're guilty of racism. They're guilty of influence peddling. They're guilty of corruption. All of it. You know, it's and it's true. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and then uh, what else? Oh yeah, a little later on, I, I might do a video. I'm going to do a video a little later on about July fourth. So just keep an eyeball out on the eyeball out on the uh, on the website ktsa.com, uh, the Sean Rima page. Uh, the last one I did was a cupcake video from Gigi's. If you haven't seen that, it's probably the most disturbing one I've done so far. So check it out ktsa.com. Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Inclusiveness in voting is a negative on the right now. Uh, that's what these 17 states are moving as a premise. That's what election fraud, that farce, is about. We got cheated in the election. They didn't really win. And a lot of people voted who shouldn't have, especially those black people in the cities. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. God, he's such a jackass, isn't he? What a jackass. He is the ass of a jack. He is. He's a jackass. He's black people. And what's with this whispering thing with all the Democrats, man? What the hell? Chris said he's channeling his inner Biden. Does anybody really want an inner Do you want an inner Biden? It's no secret. I'm a jackass. It's not a secret. I'm, 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 I'm Chris Cuomo. Uh-huh. I'm extremely overpaid. Especially by black people. God, man. You know, and I want to talk about Taco Cabana here in a second, but you, there's, there's nothing worse. And I'm, and I'm going to say it. I, I, I'm not into, like, bashing white people, okay? The only thing I'll ever admit to is we can't dance. That's all. I, and I'd say, can't dance. I can't dance. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, there's nothing worse than a sanctimonious, honky liberal who wants you to know that they understand the the, the travails and the uh, and the oppression of black people. You know what I mean? It's nothing worse than that, you know? Chris Cuomo probably thinks he's being all hip and cool. They don't want black people to vote. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 two, two things, first off. And we mentioned this on Where and Rima uh, from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, if you haven't uh, discovered that programmy. Okay, uh, uh, I've I've never met nor heard come out of the mouth of a conservative out of a Republican's mouth the idea that they don't want black people to vote. I've never heard it. <laughs> I'm not saying that I you know maybe that thought exists out there, but it's kind of a nonsensical idea. You know what I mean? They don't want black people and Hispanicy people to vote. Well, it's just like the code. You know? I've never heard it, but they speak it fluently. Yeah, they know this code that you, you honkies like me and uh, Caucasian types are supposed to know. I mean, I don't know what the I, I I'm not sure what the dog whistles are. Chris, is there a dog whistle key so that you know what the dog whistle do? Do I do us Caucasians? I, I don't get the emails. 
Does Whitey get the who? Anybody out there get the Whitey the the white guy emails on what's code and what's not code? Because apparently we're supposed to know some stinking code that we don't want black people to vote. Sanctimonious liberal puke Caucasians are the worst people in the world, man. You want to talk about awful white people? There's your awful white people. <laughs> They're awful white people. They are. You, you Why? Well, because they think black people are so inept, they can't get a photo ID. They think black people are so lazy, they can't make it to a polling center on time. And expecting them to be on time is racist. Ugh, barf. Barfarama, man. Nothing more nauseating than a Caucasian liberal puke talking about race. You know what I mean? Really? Talking about race. I have a friend uh, from high school, long, well, a long time ago. And, you know, I, I, I still sort of know her, not not well, but, you know, she, she, li- she lives out there in California, Chris. You know where all the communists are? Except the freaking communists can't afford to live in communist California. So now they're coming here and bringing their communism with them. She's one of those. She's like real liberal, man. And have you, have, have any of you seen, it's some, it's some, let me see, let me look, look, look it up right now. I won't tell you her name. Uh, let's see here. But it, it's some kind of meme that I've noticed some people starting to post. You know, about how stinking awful they are and their privilege. And, you know, I'm acknowledging my priv- my stinking privilege. I don't know if I can find it or not because I can't think of what her last name is now. Uh, and I was going to read it to you on there because it's, it's just insipid. Oh, wait, here it is. Here, here it is. Here she is. All right. And I've seen other people post this. And it's, it's basically this, this, this thing about just how... Oh, yeah, here we go. Here it is. As I've worked to dismantle my own internalized racism and the ways that I privilege whiteness, I've learned to resist being othered through the use of language. So when someone says, oh, and this is by somebody called Swallow the Bug. I don't know who the hell that is. Uh, oh, they did that to you because you're black. I quickly correct them with no, they did it because they are bigots. And it goes on and on and on and on about, you know, just how awful white people are. And white people just need to, Chris, guys like me, full-on honkies, we just need to start accepting how awful we are and how privileged we are. We need, we have work to do. You understand? It's not, it's, we, we, there's not enough time that you can't just not be involved. Silence is violence. I need to go to some kind of honky workshop and start working through my privilege, man. Well, and I think all she's done is just confessed of how racist she actually is. And she, well, yeah. she excuses herself by saying, well, just all white people are, so I can't help it. Right. I'm so sick of it, man. I really am. I'm so... Here, here's what I think, okay? I think most people are not racist. <laughs> How's that strike? I think most people are not racist. I think most people just want to get along, pay their bills, live their lives. Uh, 
you know, I, 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 I don't. This idea that conservative Christians are inherently racist is really what you're talking about. Straight white Christian dudes are inherently racist. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know a single straight white Christian dude who's racist. I don't. Well, that comes from racism. I, I guess. You're right. The racism of the sanctimonious communist lefties like uh, freaking Fredo there. Andrew, I'm smart. I can be governor. I want something of my own. I want a talk show, Andrew. I'm smart. You know. I sent Fredo to get the car. I want my own car, Andrew. You know, sanctimonious liberal honkies are the worst people in the world, man. They really are. Because really, they they have a, an inherent racism about themselves, you know, because they, they think that it's being cool and hip to, I guess, acknowledge how lazy and stupid black people are because they can't come up with a photo ID. And expecting them, you know, these are the people that say black people shouldn't have to take, you know, exams in high school because it's, you know, they're, they're so oppressed. You can't expect them to pass. Uh, m- most people are not that. I, I say. I, I, now we live in San Antonio. I think San Antonio is a fairly diverse town. Just naturally, you know, we don't seem to have race problems as such. At least I've never noticed it. But this this sanctum and and at the heart of all this voting election stuff, running through it is this this idea of just white people racist all the time. White straight Christian conservative people are all racist, 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 and I don't know any. Donald Trump is a racist, and, you know, he's white supremacist. Have you noticed that we don't even use racist anymore? It's white supremacist. They, they've jacked that up, too, so you've got to be specific. Only white people are racist, so it's now about the biggest threat to America is white supremacy, not racism, because you know what? Anybody can be a stinking racist. No, white supremacy in, in, in pretty much suggests that only whitey can be racist. I would never knowingly vote for a racist. Or a white supremacist. I I have seen no evidence in any way, shape, or form that Donald Trump is a racist. Because if, if, if I felt that he was, I wouldn't have voted for him. If I thought George Walker Bush was a racist, I wouldn't have voted for him. Barack Obama, I thought, was a racist. And guess what? I didn't vote for him. But maybe it's just my privilege. Uh, actually, I'm speaking in code to all the hood-wearing honkies out there. You know, we're, this is all race code, dog whistles. 210-599-5555. What? Well, that's another thing I don't get. <laughs> the people who seem to think it's a privilege to be white don't think that they're white supremacists themselves. Right. Well, no, because they, they don't. They get out. They got. They got to get out a white supremacy free card because they acknowledge their privilege. And they talk to, they don't talk to, they talk to black people about how to get over their privilege and their inherent racism. They're doing the work, Chris. And so they can't be racist because they're doing the work. They're allies. They're allies. You ain't no damn ally of mine. Well, there's a group that's been preaching white privilege for decades and they wear funny outfits with pointy white hats. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, you know, it, it it really is. It's it's the idea, and, and I heard David Van Camp say this on Van Camp, uh, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins the other day, and he's absolutely right that the inherent racism of the left is this idea 
that you should seek out black people to find out how not to be a racist. Which is kind of racist in and of itself, right? Shouldn't you just find people to be friends with just because they're your friends, whether they're white or they're black or they're not? These are the people that say, people who say, I have black friends are inherently racists, and yet they're the people out there who think people should have black friends. And that pride themselves on having black friends. How many, Chris, how many black friends should you have to get out of race, to not be a racist anymore? I wonder, is there, is there a number? Because one won't be enough. <laughs> Does it go by your age? You need more? Uh, as you, you get are? older, you should have more black friends. Is there a number here? Anybody know what the number is? How many black friends do I need so I'm not racist? Or I can claim, I, I can't ever not be racist, but if I have enough black friends, then I guess I can claim, well, I'm working on my privilege. I'm checking my privilege at the door. (laughs) What the hell hell does that even mean? Well, and as we've seen from the left, you know, they'll judge people of color as not being colorful enough. (laughs) Right. I hate it all, man. So you'll have to have um, racially certified black people, friends. Racially, you have to have racially certified we should carry little cards i think david van camp might have said this too where you have like a little card you can show it shows how many black friends you have how many gay friends you have how many tranny friends you have how many hispanic friends you have you know here's my card i'm okay i'm cool i've checked my privilege at the door see got a card proves it it's got my photo on it <laughs> can you use it to vote <laughs> Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Can I talk to Al? Is he interesting? Al, how you doing? Hey, doing good. In the Del Rio again, like last time I talked to you. You're in Del Rio, are you, man? Stay safe. <laughs> well, I'm headed there. I'm not oh, there. oh, headed there. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Over the years, uh, I've learned something about racism, how to identify a racist, and that's someone who looks for racism. Everything. Yeah, because it's it, it's it's very racist of it in and of itself. Yes, I mean they're looking for it. I'll give you an example. I posted a picture of a cowgirl riding around an arena with an American flag, and this is like probably Missouri somewhere. And I posted it on Facebook, and a friend of mine I went to high school with, she said, "We're the people of color." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, you, you should have gotten a black chick on that horse too, man, with the white chick. Can't just have a white chick on a horse. Got to have a black chick on there. That's how ridiculous it is. Right. You can't post something harmless and they make something out of it. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, it's creepy and weird. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, how do you make a racist issue out of this? I don't understand. It's just a chick on a horse, man. (laughs) Thanks for the call. With an American flag. With an American. Oh, well, see, that's the racist part. I got to run, man. Yeah, it's that pesky American flag, that symbol of racism. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, it's me. It's me. It's your Uncle Cracker. Welcome back to Uncle Cracker's Happy Honky Parade. The white line is open. 210 for white people. 210-599-5555. Good Lord, I get sick of everything, man. I just get sick of it all. Let's talk about something happy, Chris. Other than...
communists and racists and racists and communists. Cracker ass cracker. Sometimes you're racist cr- communists. Cracker ass cracker. Um, do you like? Do you prefer hot dogs or hamburgers on July Fourth? Do you prefer hot dogs or hamburgers? Hot dogs or hamburgers? Which do you like, or do you like them both equally? Taking your calls, do you like hamburgers or hot dogs? You know, honestly, I'm more of a wiener guy. I, I really am. I uh, I prefer. I like. You know what I like, Chris? Brats. I like big fat brats on a Sausages. bun. Sausage. I like big brats. Big German. Big German Caucasian bratwurst. Racist. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. You know. The German army conquered half the world eating bratwurst. No, I I like brats. I like grilled hot dog. I don't. You know what I don't like? I'm going to be honest with you. When people just drop a freaking hot dog into boiling water. I, I don't like that. It, it, it's mushy, especially the cheap-ass hot dogs. You know what I mean? When you just drop them in some... My, my wife... I, I love my wife, but she, they they like the boiled hot dogs. My mom used to boil hot dogs. I don't like boiled hot dogs, man. It's mushy. I want I want some char. To quote... Uh, to quote... What's the guy with the funny hair? Uh, guy Fieri? Uh, to quote Guy... Okay, I want some char on my dog. I want some char on my wiener. So I like brats. I, you know what else I like? I like big, sweet Italian sausage, man, on a on a bun with onions. Now that's good eating. Maybe a little honey mustard. Uh, sweet relish or dill? I don't like relish. You know, actually, you know what? I, there's a kind of relish I do like. Okay, and it's it's uh, we used to have it when I worked at Seven Eleven uh, years ago. They used to have it at Seven Eleven. It's like a sweet onion relish. You ever had that? That's good stuff. But, like, I don't like pickles. I'm not into relish just in general. I, I don't do relish. I don't, don't, don't do a lot of relish. Is that un-American? Does it make me a communist? Yes. Hey, Mac. What's going on, Mac? Oh, not much. I was just going to say, I think we ought to, everything's racist. There's the black entertainment television. Why don't we have a WET? White, White entertainment television. Yeah. <laughs> Why How about a honky honky tele yeah, honky TV honky TV programming for Caucasians? We'll just show Andy Griffith crap over and over again. We'll show we'll show Mayberry you we'll we'll show the Andy Griffith show just over and over and over again. Over and over again. I gotta go. I think. Um, <laughs> what would white entertainment TV be? You know, it'd be Mayberry. It'd be Andy Griffith. What other kind of programming would you have for white entertainment TV? Well, you'd have to have like a, a version of American Bandstand with people who can't dance. Yeah, right. Bad dancing shows. The Polka Hour. You know, latest trends in polka music. What? <laughs> Sponsored by Wonder Bread. You know, Viking history. Viking history. <laughs> Actually, Mac, that joke's been around for about a hundred years. People have been saying that for a long time. And why don't we have a white entertainment TV? You know how to cook a, you know, cooking shows that involve asparagus, <laughs> right? Yeah. You, 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 you have cooking shows that only have like white bread recipes, asparagus recipes. 
uh, 210-599-5555, White Entertainment TV. A lot of country music, <laughs> but no Charlie Pride. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, what do you think about anything? Uh, and also, you like hot dogs or burgers? Which which do you prefer? I'm actually having steaks, I think. Uh, my stepkid's dad is coming out. He's a cool dude. We get along. And he's an amazing cook. And so we're going to buy a bunch of steaks. And my man David's going to be uh, grilling up them steaks. Because old Sean, I know I'm a white guy, but old Sean doesn't know anything about grilling. I can't grill. Nope, just can't pull it off. So we'll let David do the grilling. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's <laughs> the Rush Limbaugh story. I'm sorry. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty White Entertainment TV. Two one zero. Let's take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. We have a news conference underway with uh, Governor Rick De- Ron DeSantis. Bye. Take a listen. What we're doing on this site, uh, we're also paying special attention to any impacts that could happen here in uh, Northeast Miami-Dade County. Uh, it is possible uh, that this area could see tropical form, uh, tropical storm force winds. Uh, not not guaranteed, uh, but it is possible. And so our Department of Emergency Management is assuming that that will happen and making the necessary preparations uh, to be able, obviously, to protect the, a lot of the equipment. Uh, you could potentially have an event uh, with the building as well. Uh, so we are going like we normally would with these things. This is just what we do, but we're adding this special emphasis on this site because we understand uh, the sensitivities involved. How it will work most likely is the further west that this thing tracks, uh, the less likely, of course, there'll be impacts here, but it would likely be stronger uh, when it got to the Gulf of Mexico. The more it interacts with land, the Dominican Republic and Cuba, uh, the more likely you would be uh, to, to slow it down. But there will be some impacts uh, in Florida you know, at some point um, starting as early as Sunday night. So we, we're going to be working on that uh, and working on this. Uh, we'll do them both on a dual track, and obviously our emphasis with the storm, uh, do what we normally do, but then also a special sensitivity to anything that would need to be done uh, to make sure that the efforts here are supported uh, and protected. Thank you. Thank you, Governor. And now for Spanish remarks, Lieutenant Governor. And, uh, well, we'll cut for the Spanish remarks, obviously. Ron DeSantis uh, talked about the latest efforts uh, in uh, uh, recovery, uh, and what they're going to be doing, taking down the rest of the building at some point. Uh, you know, I, we, we, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And, uh, you know, we'd mentioned, uh, earlier that, uh, your president was, uh, in Surfside yesterday. And, uh, yeah, made the claim that, <laughs> I still can't believe you. I mean, I, I guess I can, but it's still it's just amazing to me that it's he actually did this. Uh, made the claim that when speaking to the families uh, of the folks who uh, had lost their lives and also uh, some folks who survived just barely, that unsolicited, they brought up climate change as being a concern for why this building went down. He said 
that they said to me, that several of the family members said to me that they were concerned about global warming. Now, if you believe that, you're either as feeble of mind as Joe Biden is, or you're on drugs and not the fun kind. You know, I mean, that's how shameless is that? Absolutely shameless. Um, They are monitoring Hurricane Elsa uh, amid uh, the search and rescue efforts. So, you know, if they had to, I I imagine, stop for a while, they they would. Uh, They're obviously not going to be taking down the rest of that building until they they know they have the the weather for it. Uh, So uh, we'll we'll continue to monitor events and monitor this uh, press conference and see uh, see if... uh, uh, they continue with uh, anything we want to put over, put out over the air. What, what's, what are you doing? What? What's going on with you, man? Oh, the signer doesn't know Spanish. Oh, she, <laughs> oh, I guess not. We were commenting on the because you know you're watching. You know we're commenting on the sign language show person. This woman is very animated, and you know what I mean. She's like you know because you're all visual, right? That's how you're communicating with people. And she's making all these faces and doing the sign language stuff. And, yeah, she obviously doesn't know Spanish because she just stopped once this chick started talking, man. And she's just standing there now looking down the ground like she's sad. She can't sign. Weird, man. Well, you got to find a little humor in, in tragedy, you know. That's how, <laughs> how you deal with it. Uh, 210, who's this here? Let's go ahead and take a listen to this guy here. Uh, both survivor families as well as, uh, as well as families that are still struggling to know about the results with their uh, with their own family members, and I can tell you that That's... both following yesterday's visit by President Biden, meeting for three hours with with the families, and then their their sense today that there is so much more relief and reassurance and comfort following his visit. That uh, you know, the role of consoler in chief is uh, is so important, and it's one that President Biden really does better than no one better than no oh, one else. I, I particularly want to stress his proactive announcement that this is Debbie Wasserman Schultz in case you couldn't tell reimbursement for the next thirty days. I, I know I began talking about that and the impact on the budget for little towns like Surfside and even the county as the governor mentioned, uh, knowing that those costs are going to be taken care of hundred percent in the first thirty days of this crisis is is really important, and it takes takes a load and a burden off of our uh, of our governments here that are responding. Um, I want to also emphasize uh, that with the potential onset of a hurricane, you know, we all take we're certainly taking a whole of government approach to this. We always take a whole of government approach to when a hurricane potentially is going to hit our shores. So making sure that you're ready, that uh, that that you prepare for for. A hurricane, the hurricane possibly coming now, and make sure that you have your seven days of supplies and get your uh, get your house and your personal belongings uh, in order, and make sure that you have a plan to keep yourself safe if it does come closer to our shores. And then, lastly, just something really important because as time goes on in a disaster, you know, we often have the bureaucracy start to set in, and we're talking about people here, so we want to make sure that they have accurate information at the mobile office hours that I have at the Family Assistance Center. And talking with families yesterday, they're starting to be concerned. Some of them are staying in hotels, and you know the time for them to stay in a hotel is going to run out. And they want to know how can they get access to the federal relief, 
If they don't qualify for federal relief, which if they're not citizens and don't have a U.S. citizen child, then they wouldn't, where can they get access to the charitable relief? Because the charitable relief has been so incredibly generous. Everyone who needs access to the individual assistance or help from FEMA or from the charities that have been working to assist families would do so at the Family Assistance Center. Make sure if you're a family in need that has been impacted by the collapse to go to the Family Assistance Center, register with the Family Assistance Center if you have not done so, done so already, and also make sure that you register with FEMA, which you can also do at the Family Assistance Center. And then, you know, our office is always available, and we have I have staff uh, on the ground at the Family Assistance Center to help cut through any of the red tape. Thank you so much. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, uh, rep out of, uh, you know her, you love her. She was the head chair of the DNC, and she talking about uh, Joe Biden being the great consoler champ, you know. It's global warming, they told me. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, uh, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? I will be taking next week off. My daughter is flying down from Colorado uh, this weekend, so I'm taking a trade. going to be doing the whole shebang this week. Uh, the 550 KTSA Morning News, Warren Rima, and then, of course, he'll be subbing for me from 9 to 11. And then uh, he's going to be off the week after that, so I'll be doing the whole shebang the week after that. And I'll probably be in a very bad mood. So there you go. Uh, every, what are you laughing at, Chris? you got to be here, too. you always got to be here. See how you are. 210-599-5555. Uh, yeah, the mayor of, uh, of Miami-Dade is now talking, uh, and she's talking about Hurricane Elsa. You know, i, I got to say... What's oh, it's in Spanish. I gotta say this though. Have you noticed the change, Chris? We were, you know, and I'm not being, you know, insulting or anything, but they have a woman who is doing the sign language interpretation of of the press conference, and she's she's kind of crazy looking a little, you know, and and all I, I I'm not I'm not being a jerk. I'm really not being a jerk, but like for the entire time that she's been on screen, I can't take my eyes off her. You know what I mean? I don't know why. She's very expressive, which you have to be when you're a sign language interpreter. But at least they take the, they, they're taking her off camera when anybody starts speaking in Spanish because the sign language girl, woman, sorry, being, sentient being, whatever we're calling women now, obviously doesn't know Spanish because she just kind of stands there looking sad like she has nothing to do. Ella es blanca. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, but yeah, so they're watching the hurricane and tracking the hurricane as far as recovery efforts. So that would be the latest out of Surfside, Florida. Very tragic. And again, even though Wasserman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz said, uh, uh, Biden is the great consoler. Chris, did you hear that? He's a better consoler than anybody who has ever lived before. She said that, man. Now she meant, I guess, presidents. Joe Biden, the guy who forgot to even mention anything about about the when it first happened on the, last week, remember remember that? I got a plane to catch, champ. 
And then there's Kamala. Florida, Florida, that building came down. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really consoling. <laughs> Imagine being in Surfside, Florida, and you don't know if your loved one is alive or dead, and you're, there's the president. Hey, i got to catch a, catch a helicopter, champ. I should press the Florida thing. Oh, yes. Ooh, my bad. Yes, Florida. Wow, that sucks. It's sad. All right, got to get on the helicopter. Yeah, real consoler, man. <laughs> a consoler for the ages, isn't he? Is he not? I wonder how many of the families were sitting around going, I didn't say nothing about no damn climate change to him. Because <laughs> consolers listen. Consolers listen, right. You have to wonder, like, eventually the families will get together. Did, did you bring up global warming to the president? You didn't either? Did, did you? No, I didn't. Because he said we brought up climate change. I didn't bring up no damn climate change. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But I'm saying. I'm just not saying. 210-599-5555. Three-day weekend for uh, all of you, and uh, for the most part. And, uh, you know, make sure you enjoy yourself. Don't blow yourself up with fireworks, okay? Try to take it easy. I know, I know there's going to be fireworks being shot off all across the city. But not in my neighborhood. No. Chris just gave me an evil look. No, that doesn't happen in my neighborhood. Nobody shoots off fireworks in my neighborhood. That's a car backfiring, okay? We got a lot of car problems in my neighborhood, and the cars backfire on a regular basis. So even though it looks like somebody's lighting off fireworks in my neighborhood, it's not. It's just a car backfiring, that's all. It's one dude that lives down the street. His car's always backfiring. Looks like fireworks coming out the ass end of his car. That's what it is. We don't light fireworks off in my neighborhood. I don't know what kind of communist criminal neighborhood you people live in where they light the stuff off, but it certainly doesn't happen on the northwest side. Inside the loop. What are you looking at, Don? You think I'm lying? You think I'm making this up? I believe you are, yeah. Nobody lights off fireworks. And it's, I just, I can't, I, I don't know what it there, is. We have very large fireflies. But my BS meter just hit 100. We have very large fireflies. Okay. Fireflies? Well, sometimes people They're are grilling big, at night and they, and they, they put uh, too much of that f- fluid stuff on it. And it, it sparks small fires that shoot upwards in multicolors. See, your neighborhood has its own iron dome for mosquitoes, and those are mosquito rockets. They're shooting down the mosquitoes and fly around. Yeah, that's what it is. What? Oh. <laughs> no, nobody shoots off. No, that's why we go to Helotus, because nobody shoots off fireworks in my neighborhood. It just doesn't happen. We go to Helotus. See, and you can just get up on your roof and watch Helotus fireworks. That's what we do. We... we... Actually, you know, I can see Helotus from my driveway. It's weird. I, I shouldn't be able to, but yet I can see Helotus from my driveway, so we just go out in the driveway and see the Helotus fireworks display. The parking always kind of sucks out there, so we just, I can see Helotus from my driveway, and so we just, we, we don't go anywhere. We just go outside our front door, and we magically see fireworks that aren't being set off by my neighborhood, but are actually being set off, you know, on the other side of 1604, where those people live. And uh, and they, uh, you know, the criminal element there. Right. Out there by, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Lotus. <laughs> People of the corn. People of the corn. <laughs> People of the corn evolve. Right. Malachi! So we, uh, no, that's, uh, yeah, so that's, that's our plan. 
is to uh, watch the fireworks from Halotas from the driveway. And, uh, you know, it'll be fun. Because, you know, you got to watch those people in Stone Oak, you know, because they, they start shooting stuff off. And they're, they're bad people. They're criminal people up there in Stone Oak. They're criminal. You know, we don't, I don't, I keep the doors locked when I go through Stone Oak, man. I just be careful, you know what I mean? The rim. You know, you got to keep your doors locked. You know, Roll up the windows, look straight ahead. That's right. Don't make eye contact. And nobody breaks the law in my neighborhood, man. Yeah. We're clean, living, decent citizens. So there you go. Um, <laughs> well, they're clean. You're not. Hey. Hey. See how you are, Mr. Man. Rhyma gives it more of an essence. I give. I, I feel I give my neighborhood character. I bring a little character to my neighborhood. You know, I'm, I'm the neighborhood uh, character. You skew the demographics a certain way that they've never right. experienced before. I'm. A, I, I am. I, I bring a little color and character to my neighborhood. Yeah, New Jersey's known for the character. That's right. What exit? That's you know, <laughs> character. I actually ran into a dude from New Jersey the other day in line. This is a funny little story, because that for those of you who don't know, that's sort of the standard joke that when somebody says they're from New Jersey, you go, "What exit?" You know, yeah. And uh, this guy in line behind me at the store, and he's like, "Damn, I don't know if I can take." He's cool dude. He's like, I don't know if I can take this hot. Well, I'm just moved to San Antonio. I may, I may have to go back to New Jersey and get me some cold. And I, I, I was gonna sell, bit my tongue, and I just kind of said, "Oh, yeah, you're from Jersey. Yeah, I lived in Jersey too, you know, for a while." And he goes, "Yeah, what exit?" <laughs> I said, "I was gonna ask you, but I didn't want to." I didn't want to offend you. you know what I mean? uh, oh, really? Jennifer? Yes. Hi. Hello. You're... I just wanted to tell you to stop telling everybody our secrets. I'm not telling anybody. This. We don't light stuff off in our neighborhood. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. We have nobody that would. Nobody does you. that. Who does that in our neighborhood? Nobody. <laughs> what, you going to beat me up now when I go home? What? No, you'd be like the fireworks your way. <laughs> <laughs> see how you are. Nobody like nobody does that in our neighborhood. All right, thank you, Jennifer. See, see you at the house. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Thanks, Elaine. Thanks, Don. Uh, thanks to Trey. I'll see you in a week. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.